Hey everyone, welcome back. My name is Lynn Wilson. Welcome to today's podcast, Hope for Today. So where did we leave off? We talked last week about so many things and we left with a ton of Bible verses. I mean, it was a ton. I think you can agree with me on that. And I wondered how many of you actually went back and looked up some of those verses. Did you have any thoughts over the last week about, do you have peace in your home? It has been a very interesting week for me. We have had, I would say, a crazy week, a lot of um, upheaval in the home, but yet there was still an underlying peace. And we had some, it was a, it was a heavy week, let's just say. Lots of things going on, health reasons and things like that, and uh, without going into detail, but even with that, I can say there was this underlying peace that I knew I had to keep going back to the Lord. I had to go to the Lord. There was a situation and and I, I had to text somebody about help that I needed and I needed to know like now type of thing and I didn't get a response. <sighs> and so I texted again and I said, okay, if I don't hear from you by tonight, I'll go to plan B and this is what I'm going to do. And I was getting anxious over it. And I said, you know what? I gotta give this to the Lord. He knows what's going on. He knows what I'm dealing with. He knows what I need. He's already gone before me. He's already in the solution. And it was that underlying peace that like I could draw strength from those things that I know. So I said, you know what? I'm going to bed. I'm going to pray about it. I gave it up to the Lord. I asked the Lord to take favor. And I said, Lord, but you know ultimately where I need to be, what time, what place, how you need me to do what. So I have to just go to bed and trust that, you know, I'm going to plan for this and you let me know if it's any different. So I did. I went to bed and at 4.20 in the morning, I got a text saying it's all been taken care of. It's all good. I could breathe and have a sigh of relief and knew that the Lord did take care of me. It's not always in my timing. A lot of times it's a minute before midnight, as I would say, that we get the answer. But I still had that underlying I guess you would say sense of peace that it was going to be okay either way no matter which direction it went it would be okay so we talked about what did we talk about last week we talked about so much in such a short period of time we talked about building our home and again i want to reiterate our home is not necessarily the two by four yes that's one of our homes but you know the lord dwells in us and we dwell in our homes this home, this person, I bring with me wherever I go. My testimony is in my two by four house, but it's also in me as a person on the street, at work, at church, in the grocery store, at the mall, wherever I might go, I bring me with it. I, you know, I can't get rid of me. I'm there. And that testimony is carried through in everything that I do. When you're going through the tough stuff, it's tough. There's days that, yeah, I want to scream, yell, throw a china plate and do everything else. Sometimes, you know, throwing a plate, maybe it helps for five minutes, but you know, the underlying thing would be, is there enough peace in your home and in your two by four home to carry you through, to get you through, to get you to the other side. We talked about prettying up our house and, you know, we buy just the right couch and the right lamp and the right everything. We got to have, you know, the color on the wall. It's got to be the perfect color. And should we go with this style or should we go with that style? 
we're so worried about those things and there's nothing wrong with that that's great that we want to fix up our homes there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but we're so worried about the couch and the color and the bedding and should we do this and should we do that that we don't remember that if the Lord is not the foundation of that home if we have not built our house on a rock it's not going to stand it's just not going to stand you know it's not a matter of standing that well you know it's a solid foundation and you know if the winds came with hurricane we're protected and you know we have homeowners insurance and i've got warranties on my appliances who cares if your washing machine breaks down the ultimate is is your family that is living with you if you're a husband and wife have you built your life your family your marriage your home your home let's put it in quotes on a rock the rock of the lord jesus christ if you don't have that foundation you will not have peace when the troubles come and troubles will come the bible is clear on that we are not you know immune to not having trouble come some seems to have it more than others and you know there's various reasons that could be there could be sin in your life or sin in the camp as they say and maybe you're not walking with the lord or haven't given something up to the lord and sometimes there's just something called trials and tribulations there are things that are going to happen to us and it's not any fault of our own so to speak but we just are being tempted and tested and things will come your way if you are in the word and you know the word and you live by the word and you trust in the word and you trust in the lord jesus christ there will be an underlying thread of peace not only in your home but in your life when god is a part of our lives we are full there's not this empty feeling i know i have known people that i've got a hair just driving me crazy oh it's driving me crazy not to be distracting here, but I know people that have beautiful homes or have had beautiful homes, gorgeous homes. You know, the kind of home you walk in and you go, I know jealousy is a sin, but I'm full of sin right now. And I'm just looking around going the pool in the backyard. There was a couple that we used to go to and you'd walk in the home and they had the perfect porch and it was always decorated, you know, for the holidays. And you'd walk in, they had this beautiful foyer and they had a nice family room over here the basement had the gym had the pool table had everything they had a gorgeous dining room with like a kitchen that would be something on food network and you go out in the backyard and they had the play area for the kids they even had a play area for their dogs they had the pool they had the this the that it was unbelievable and they were very gracious they had people over all the time and every time we'd go over i'd ooze jealousy i i it was like i almost couldn't help it and I'd go home and I'd like, Lord, I did it again. I'm not to covet what they have. But Lord, it wasn't so much that I wanted that exactly, but I wanted to know that I could if I wanted it. And I knew I couldn't. And it made me annoyed. Like, why, why does she have it? Do you ever feel like that? Or am I the only one? Why do they get those things? And I don't. And everything looks so perfect. You know, they had the perfect couple in the perfect house with the perfect picket fence and the perfect children, the perfect van, the perfect everything. But it wasn't perfect. It wasn't built on a solid rock. And there were storms and things that came over time. And that house is no longer, that couple's no longer, that family's no longer. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. And the testimony is gone and everything else that went with it. And I look and I went, and that's Lynn, that is what you coveted. You coveted that perfect, 
that perfect what from the surface it looked perfect and you had none of that and I've talked about this in other podcasts on how I I just many times realize the Lord hasn't given me certain things because he knows I probably would not use it wisely you know we all have tendencies to do things um, we, I work in a place where it's an addiction recovery and they say oh well you know it's my grandfather did it so I did it and all these things I would say everybody's born with a tendency to maybe be more into this and more into that and every if you want to call it a tendency the bottom line is it's sin once you do it and if you know doing a certain thing or going to a certain place or being near a certain whatever is going to draw you in you need to run the other way and you need to you know say no put your boundaries up I'm not going there I'm not doing that and I really think the Lord has allowed things not to come into my life not to be given to me because I probably I know me my tendency is I probably oh yeah I'll do I'll do great I'll do right by you but I probably wouldn't and I think the Lord has just been very gracious to me in keeping me in check and he knows he knows me he created me and you know he created Lynn Wilson but I was born an unperfect person I was born a sinner I'm still a sinner saved by grace I know I have tendencies to want and do certain things and I need to I have no business being anywhere near that because that would ruin my testimony it would ruin everything that I've built up in terms of the Lord and I don't want to turn my back on the Lord so I have a question for you now now that couple invited me into their home and they did it probably once a month we'd go over there for dinner or barbecues or something and they were very gracious when they did it and we loved it and uh but who have you been inviting in your home? We talked about this a little bit last week. Who is, who's been knocking at your door? Now that doorbell could ring and the dog can bark and the kids are going, mom, someone's at the door. Your husband's yelling, get the door. Do you have to get the door? Who's knocking at your door? And it might be the door of your, your front door. It could be the door of your back door. It could be the door of your heart the door of your mind who is knocking at your door who have you invited in what family friends and neighbors have you invited in well you said well they're family I get that oh they're a friend I get that well they're the neighbors I get that but you know what I'm talking about how many times have we invited somebody in and when they leave we go every time I do this I, I regret it why did we do that now I'm not saying not to take care of family. I'm not saying to not reach out to family, but we all have boundaries that we need to set. And if you are inviting someone into your life, into your mind, into your heart, into your home, that you know is disruptive, that is going to cause you to stumble or fall or to weigh you down, why are you doing that? First of all, you need to be going before the Lord and saying, Lord, I've got this call. This person needs help. I need wisdom and guidance to know how to handle it. It might not be inviting them into your physical home. Maybe it's better that you've met them somewhere else so that you can quickly deal with the situation and go. You know what I'm talking about. How many of us have done that? But what other kind of things can we invite in our home? Maybe innocently, maybe, you know, maybe completely innocently. You just did it and didn't even realize. And now you look back and you go, what have I done? What have I done? Maybe we've done it in like 
I can handle this. You know, I'm mature. I'm a mature woman. I can do this. I can do this. I know my limitations. How many of us have said that? I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. How many of us have let the news into our home? Now there's the one thing wanting to catch the latest and the greatest on the Olympics. There's another thing you want to check out. What's the weather? Maybe you want to check out the stocks. Maybe you want to check out just the highlights of what's been happening or you hear something or you want to be somewhat informed. There's another thing that you have six to 10. And I know people that have do this news channels on your streaming TV and you go from channel to channel to channel to channel to channel and you are being influenced and directed and told what to do and what to say and how to act and who to believe by this influence that you have allowed into your home. These people are not full of truth. And if I need to explain that to you, mm, it is not truth. Facts are the facts. You see a tree and it's green. It's a green tree. You can listen to the news and they might say, well, it seems to, it appears to be green, but is it really green? And then they've got you questioning things. You need to not be letting that influence into your, your home or to your life. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, all the rest, YouTube, um, TikTok, all those names. Some of you might be of a generation and you say, well, we don't do that anyway. And we listen, it doesn't matter what generation you are. Those things can be an influence. Number one, I know people that go on Facebook and they'll say, oh, I spend hours on it. Hours doing what? What are you reading and, and thinking and connecting and who are you connecting with and so on and so forth? It can lead you down to a road of destruction. Are those things in themselves wrong? No, there's nothing wrong with them. But what you allow them to do and how much you allow them to be in your home and your life is another story. Magazines. You can have a, you know, uh, trying to think of a magazine. Um, Better Homes and Garden. Great. You can look at the pictures, beautiful pictures. You can look at the gardens. You can look at, you know, the furniture. But it gets to a point if you get them and you look and you covet what's in that magazine. You, you need to get rid of the magazine. Is the magazine harmful? No. It's a beautiful picture of a home with a garden. But when we get to the point that it is controlling us, we have a problem. Computers. Computers are great tools. You can send an email. You can, you know, Google things if you need to look up a recipe. All kinds of great things. But when you start allowing that computer to now all of a sudden your fingers, oh, ah, kind of slipped into that website. And what are you looking at? What are you allowing your, your eyes to see or read or, or whatever the case is? I'm not going to go into details. I'm sure you can fill in the blanks. How many of us have had a computer that has been used and misused for the wrong purpose? The influence of others. You know, we listen to everybody and we look around and who's doing what and what's the trend and what are they saying and what are they saying? How many times have we listened to different opinions to find out which opinion fits us? Oh yeah, I like what they have to say. Are they saying the right thing? Are they saying truth? Are they saying things based on scripture? I know I sound like I'm just, you know, plain and simple and black and white, but that's what it is, people. People, we are influenced by the wrong 
people. And then we start questioning when we read the Bible, we start doubting what we read in the Bible and we start doubting things God has told us. There have been times in my life, I know God told me this. And if I mentioned it to anybody, they'd say, oh, you're crazy. I don't, I really don't think the Lord would tell you that. I know what he told me. I know what he told me. And when I've stuck to what he has told me to do, it's come out okay. When I've listened to the influence of others, somebody gave me wise words one time and they said, they're not the Holy Spirit. You're absolutely right. The Lord lives in my life. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, the three in one, are in the future. They're in the solution. They, God has created me for a purpose. And yet I don't listen to his influence. I listen to others' influence who really don't have my best interest at hand. My opinion. I listen to me. I, I forget the percentage. It was like 71% or I wish I had the right. Don't quote me on that. I wish I had the right percentage. When you're alone with your thoughts, how many times do you convince yourself you're no good? I'm not really good at that. Yeah, I have no talent. Yeah, I, you know what, I, I, I have nothing to offer. How many of us have talked ourselves through the fact that we're not any good? We listen to our own opinion, but how is our opinion formed? By the influence of others and things that we have listened to. I listen to myself because I get myself jealous over something that, like Lynn, you don't even like that, and you're jealous over the fact that they have it, but you don't even like it. But I listen to myself. We listen to ourselves more than we should be. Our mind is to be filled with Christ, not with Lynn Wilson's opinion. Am I entitled to an opinion? You know what? You can argue that all you want. We are too entitled. I know I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying that. We are an entitled people as the body of believers, as born-again Christians. We have allowed ourselves to become entitled. I deserve that. I can snap my fingers and get what I want. Absolutely not. And if that's what you're doing, you are wrong. There is no verse in scripture that says you are entitled to anything. Nothing at all. Once we are born again believers, we have committed our life to the Lord Jesus Christ in what he needs to do through us for his glory. How many lies and how many things of hate have you created in your mind and your opinion? How many things of prejudices that you've created in your mind? You know what? Our Lord created every human being on this race, uh, on this earth, in every race. He has created every single one of them. I am no better than anybody else. And the minute I think I am, I am dead wrong. We are all created in the image of Christ. That's what the Bible says, and that's the end of it. We have gone over many verses. We went over many verses last week. You know, even things such as lust, and I know people don't like to talk about it. You can lust after blank, fill in the blanks. We need to stop that. People say, well, I only took a look. Look at David. It wasn't the first look, it was the second look. The first look was, oh, I made a mistake. I, I shouldn't have seen that. Okay, okay. But then he looked again because he saw something he liked. What ended up happening? Murder? A whole mess, a whole entire mess came out of that because he took a second look. Now, 
We, not, we need to not be doing that. There are things that are going to be thrown in our face. Innocently, it's, it's just going to appear. Okay, you can't help that. But what you can help is just not looking the second time. The desire for the wrong thing. Do you have a desire for that? I can go on and on and on with this list. I'm sure you can name 10 more things that I haven't even mentioned. Who is knocking at your door today? Who is literally knocking at your door today that is trying to get in your life and in your mind and in your soul and in your home and in your, your spouse's life and in your kid's life and so on and so forth? Are you grounded on the Word of God that you have a solid foundation and your, your home is built on a solid rock? Proverbs 24, 3 and 4, By wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Deuteronomy 28, 6. I will be with you, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. Joshua 1, 5. Peace be to this house. Luke 10, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not under your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. Proverbs 3, 3, 5, and 6. Peace be to you and peace to your house and peace to all that you have. 1 Samuel 25, 6. Give us clean hands and pure hearts. Psalm 24, 4. By wisdom a house is built by understanding and it is established by the knowledge the rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures proverbs 24 3 and 4 our main verse again for every house is built by someone but god is the builder of everything hebrews 3 4 they broke bread together they ate together with glad and sincere sincere hearts acts 4 2 excuse me acts 2 46 as for me and my house we will serve the Lord. Love one another as I have loved you, John 13, 34. Love is patient and love is kind in 1 Corinthians 13. His mercies are new every morning, Lamentations 3, 23. I actually put that on my Facebook today. I got up and there was a frost on the ground. There was a little bit of a sl slickness and the sun was piercing through the clouds and the sounds of the birds it was amazing and you know you know the groundhog comes out he tells us six more weeks of winter and we all have a a fit and complain and you know if you if you listen to my podcast about grumbling you won't be doing that grumbling but i was listening to the birds and i like i'm like you know what they know better than i do they were singing beautifully today even with that little bit of a frost but that sun was piercing through the trees and I, my first thought is, it's a fresh new day. God's mercies are new every day. Why not start today fresh and say, you know what? Somebody's been knocking at my heart and my life, and I need to say no. I need to set boundaries and say no. I've had enough. No more. That's it. I'm, I'm just, I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. I'm rebuilding that house. I'm putting it on a firm foundation called the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not letting those things in. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I'm going to stand firm on what I believe in and what I know to be truth. I'm not letting the influences of the world come in my home. 
you can take all of these things a computer and YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and all the rest magazines everything can be beneficial but when they start to influence your life and start to separate you between you and the Lord listen every time you get that doubt or fear pick up the Word of God just start reading I don't care where you start reading it's his word he'll have something in there for you to read something for you to learn some kind of wisdom and nugget that you can hold on to I want to close with one more verse for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not harm you plans to give you hope and a future our podcast is called hope for today but it's also hope for tomorrow you know we need to get through today so we could be in tomorrow if you don't have hope if you don't have peace if you know somebody's been knocking at your door and there's no peace in your home you need to fix it there's no one else that can fix it but you it is your home you know if you go home tonight and you've been at work all day and you go home and there's a sink full of dirty dishes who are you going to yell at the dog that's your sink that's your dishes wash them it's plain and simple what would you tell your kids oh mom there's no plates in the in the cabinet well you got two hands there's soap go wash a plate would we not tell our kids that I'm sure many of us have told our spouse that you know at times like well go wash a dish listen if your life is dirty and the plate in your life is dirty and your house is dirty figuratively go wash it there's soap get a scrub brush get the the word of God out get some praise and worship music on spend some time in prayer and clean it up whoever's knocking at your door you make sure that it was Christ centered before you open that door thanks so much for coming over the next couple of weeks we're going to be going over some of these verses and break them down a little bit more I've got some guest uh, visitors coming to the podcast office of hope for today we're going to talk to them and get some insight from them from them as well thanks so much for being here today and know that there is hope for the future only in the Lord Jesus Christ